Are you ready? Should we slate it? Yeah, let's go. Let's Let's just just keep keep running where we're. One more time. (laughs) Slappercast episode number seventy-two. In the rain. Not on a train. Walking in the rain. Remember, (laughs) he knows what I'm talking about. All it. In December. Speaking of Phil Spector again. Oh, the Spector of Phil. Yes. Spectreful. So we delayed our session by 30 minutes because of a huge thunderstorm that's rolling through town. We. That's a collective I, but. Yeah. I was out driving in this shit. Yeah. Because I had a meeting at 10 with Mike Henry from the Percussion Center. Oh, yeah. And I was driving. He lives way up on TC Jester and 43rd. Way up. So I was coming down. Well, I mean, yeah. I went to Rockport yesterday for fun. Jesus. <laughs> so driving down, it was raining like a mofo through the whole thing. So. Yeah. That's yeah. why I got kind of like, are we doing this or what? Because yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Dude, I've been out in it for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and right before my left, my power went out. Uh, so that was fun. So hopefully it'll be back on by the time I get home. Those West you people don't stand for power. I'm sure it's back on already. Yeah, sure. I already got a notification from, One phone call. from the power people that they, we know there's a power outage. Leave us alone. <laughs> Did you tell them to improve their tone? Yeah, yeah, I would. I don't like their Take attitude. that tone with me, young lady, yeah. man, person, robot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and just just uh, to start, I want to say thank you, Laurie, for the for the coffee. This is really Ooh, good. Got, got really good. Uh, got really good reviews today. So yeah, thank you, Laurie. What is this? We we need to start. We need to start a. Uh, we need to 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 the, turn this into a coffee. Um, coffee talk. Yeah, coffee talk. But we need to. You know, we need to review this stuff. <laughs> Because uh, we should just bring a bag in every other week or so yeah. and just be like, here's what I brought. Oh, yeah. this tastes like shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. <laughs> he, he brings donkey again. What did she give us this time? Coffee. I didn't read the label. I was, I was, I was in a hurry. <laughs> no, it's dark. This review is off to a, a good start. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, dark roast it's, a, it's a Colombian dark roast. And um, uh, I'll, I'll give you the name. I'll give you the name later. We can link it. Uh, we can link it to the uh, <laughs> yeah to the link. show notes. Okay. Um, but what a what a what a time to be alive, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, the people that came to Ireland with us last time will remember Doc Doc Doherty. Uh, uh, he's a South South Philly boy, but. Uh, just one of our favorites. I got to spend yesterday, uh, which was Father's Day. And, uh, Happy Father's Day, by the that's way. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, down at the, the down in Rockport, Texas, and what a beautiful little town. You've yeah, Eric, I've been there. Spent, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, spent some time there. Yeah. Have you ever been to Rockport? I don't think so. We I know we've driven through it, you know, because we have to go that way to Corpus, but uh, ish. Um, but what a delight. I mean, I found good coffee down there, and uh, um, uh, just just aside the, the 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 ocean, the breeze, the the found a great little Irish pub down there. If you find yourself in Rockport, go to Fulton's, ask for Monica. She's the manager there, and you will be taken care of. What what a what a delight! And Rockport is where Harvey hit land, made made yeah. landfall. Yeah, yeah. Harvey they, being the huge hurricane that hit. This area decimated three years ago. Yeah, decimated yeah. the town. Yeah, and um, yeah. So when we went to the so uh, uh, Doc has access to this uh, sanctuary where these the whooping crane um, migrate to. Um, 
so sat, sat, in, sat in the porch, just screened in porch watching the deer. He fed the deer, and the deer came right up to the window. And uh, just just phenomenal time. So I wanted to thank nice. Doc for that. And He's a he, huge Blackguard fan. Yeah. And he has been pushing it. I think he's. I think every every business down there has heard of us. Thanks to him, he's been he's been spreading the word. And and uh, so we, we had a great time with, with with Doc yesterday. And and the day before, we were with Laurie and Chris. That's when I got the and Very Enzo. Cool. Um, How's Enzo doing? doing? Oh. Yeah, unison. <laughs> yeah. It's the second time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh, if you were watching the last uh, live broadcast we did with with uh, Baby Bucks. Uh, Chris Buckley, we, we we dedicated a song to Enzo because he had just got out of surgery, and um, he's he he's has some throat issues. Well, he came out to see us the day before yesterday, or two days before now because it's Tuesday. Um, he he is in great spirits. He just that fight. Talk about a fighter. He has been, he's, he's, he's using a feeding tube right now. I don't think you mind me saying, but, and his hair is nearly as long as mine. <laughs> he's got this massive head of hair mm. and uh, it looks great. So he's doing well. And we just, we just, uh, passing along that. So Lori's father, Enzo Valenzi, he is doing so well. And it's great. Great to see him. Yeah. Huh? What? I miss their pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's where that we went down to. Ah, to see to lounge in the pool, and I so understand. we did. That, that was that was classic when we uh, we were on the news a few weeks ago, and they that was the most recent live stream that we'd done, or not maybe it was one of one of the recent shows. They looked at that footage and they just assumed that it was a real pub, but they're doing shows at pubs and even a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, the warehouse. I got to talk to him about going in there and doing a rehearsal or something like that uh keith oh yeah about doing our uh yeah. getting our ears fixed yeah and stuff like that so let me reach out to him maybe this week we'll figure it out yeah cool. do a do a do a, a rehearsal yeah kick yeah. out the cobwebs kick out the jams I do, hey what right that motherfuckers down. right that <laughs> <laughs> mc5 right 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. i know I've, i heard the title i i know the title i just i never Internalized. You heard that song? Band. You heard that song? I must have. Oh yeah, you you you. Once you hear it, you, it definitely leaves a mark. I think the most MC5 I've heard was in the um, the Iggy Pop documentary that the Jim Jarmusch directed. I think the one has. Did you see that? Speaking of Jim Jarmusch, yeah, we just watched that movie, uh, The Dead Don't Die. You oh yeah, that thing. No, God, it's basically an hour and a half long commercial for Sturgill Simpson. Who's a country guy yeah. whose we'll career see. went, took a shit because he wanted to get all experimental. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. And Check Tom Waits it. is in that movie, too. Tom right? Waits is in that movie. Uh, uh, Bill Murray, uh, Adam Driver, a really skinny <clears throat> English lady that always plays a queen or an elf queen. She was the elf queen in uh, fucking uh, Lord of the Rings there. Uh, oh, yeah. Shelley Long? No, uh, the other one. That's my <laughs> every that's week. My <laughs> anyway, yeah, I know you're talking about. It. I can't. So Jim Jarmusch directed it, and it's very much. Uh, it's very. It's 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 fine. It was it was kind of pointless. But really, zombie movie. Yeah. Um. Very very dry humor. Also, kind of poking fun at the current administration and and policies and stuff like that. So. Mm. Oh, the, the Iggy Pop documentary. I don't know if you saw it. I'm trying to remember what it's called. 
but it, it's really good. Yeah. That's a good one. I'll check it out. Yeah. I like, I like, oh, Eggie's in the movie. Eggie's the first zombie oh, to show good. up. Oh, yeah. Is he? yeah. That makes sense. And they go, and you'll, you'll appreciate this. Him and this gal come out of the grave and they went up, they stagger over to this diner and they, they eat the two people in the diner. But then the girl gets up. She's like, Coffee, and they both grab coffee cups, and they're just guzzling coffee. And coffee. I'm going to watch it. I've I've heard of it, and I'm, now I'm. You be the judge. Okay, I'm not going to say anything more about it. You, you, it's it's definitely a Jim Jarmusch movie where it just kind of like ends. It's like, well, okay, that's okay. That's movie's over. What's yeah. next? <laughs> what else can we watch? Yeah, yeah. The, mm. the, I think the, Down by Law was the first one I saw that he did, and Tom yeah. Waits was in that. Name again. Too. Yeah. Down by Law. Down by law. Okay. Again, another movie just kind of like, here's the story, and now the story's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to say it's been years since I saw that. I can't remember. I know I've seen it. But... I remember seeing it when it first came out on mm-hmm. video back in 89, 80 yeah. yeah. You guys need to get out more. True. Anyway, what else we got? I, w- I went and watched that movie I was talking about last week, um, Subway, the 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 Luc Besson. French, oh, you went out and, went, went and watched it. Well, I, yeah. And I rented it. I was just, just pissed. If you, if you go and watch this movie, it's, it is a really fun movie, but there's two things you need to know about it. Uh, if you rent it or you try to get it on iTunes or any, any streaming service that it's on, it's going to be, unfortunately the English dubbed version, oh, gross. not the subtitled version. And that ruins the movie. It absolutely ruins it. All the humor is, is just, Negated. There are subtle, subtle things in the humor that they actually use the subtitles to do. There's this one scene where there's a the bag. One of the bad guys. It all takes place in the French subway, I guess, in Paris. I'm not sure. But there, one guy makes a getaway and uh, on a on train, or actually jumps across the tracks. So, um, anyway, so and the, and the French guy goes. <laughs> the French guy goes. He starts when he realizes he lost and goes mad, mad, and the subtitles saying shit, shit. And then he, there's the long pause, and he goes, "Shit!" And he goes, <laughs> they changed the marriage. They subtitled it as "fuck, fuck." They's like, "Well, he says he's saying shit three times in a row. We can't, you know, we've got to change the subtitles because it's not to, so to be different." They thought the humor was that it changed from from one word to another word. Like, no, it's the same word. It's different language. Interesting. And it ruins the whole. So there's stuff like that, of course. But anyway, they should have yeah. just cut that scene. I mean, I kind of potty mouth, you know. And the other thing stop. too, the music is terrible. The music is awful, and <laughs> that's the only even the song that you like. Oh, the, the song itself is a little cheesy. On you know, I mean, I mentioned that last week. It's not the greatest song, but it's it's much better than the, the background music. It is just like like oh. a cheesy, horns laden eighties, very eighties, extreme, nice. extremely dated music. I like it. Excuse me. Sorry, I, I interrupted you, but yeah, <clears throat> I just wanted to get, <clears throat> no, that's not, get that out there. Don't go, don't go and watch the the dub version. It's awful. So. Yeah, no, there's no interruption. This is a, this is a, we're free flowing today. Open forum, open forum, yeah. exactly. So, uh, but it's been very fun watching the comments coming in now from this. I've been, really been enjoying the the YouTube comments on on our programs. Oh, yeah, people have been, especially John Nania, who is not known for talking all the time, but my God, that guy doesn't stop. <laughs> No, <laughs> he was critiquing why. Uh, uh, see, I, I don't watch. I can't watch it. I can't watch myself. I can't li- hear myself. But John was very fast to point out that I uh um a lot. So just you, you, 
John's, John, yeah, John's, John's, he's, he's like a cellmate. He's very hard on me. Well, and part of the reason for this, I used to be able to edit that stuff out in the past. I used to, the early F of the really early Oh, you mean I'm getting worse? Show. No. <laughs> Shit. No, but the difference is I don't have time to edit all that stuff out anymore. No, you don't need and to. And plus with a video, it would be jump cut, yeah. jump cut, jump cut, jump cut. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. seems like a jump around you, enough. I think is. you've gotten better, actually. So that's that's why, you know. Good God. Well, there you go, John. Maybe you should but, watch uh, but, Sesame Street. Yeah, but if you listen to the early episodes, neither of us were all, we all, because I edit all that stuff out, it seems very, like we're extremely rehearsed and very on, on mm-hmm. you know, Yeah, but it has, task. Been, it has been very fun now with the, with the third, you know, when, when you know, adding your 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 personality, my take, my personality, your humor into right, it, yeah. it's been yeah. much easier to to especially to keep those the you know think of it as a tennis match, being able to volley the subject and just keep it yeah keep it up, keep it lively versus the Ch- Chad and I because there's so many hours spent in the van, <laughs> it turns into this. Well, I know what you're fucking. It's just. Cut yeah. that part out. Don't say that again. Don't fucking say it. I don't want to hear about talking who? Talk, oh, yeah. fucking Beetle Wartner. You know, it, 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 you just got, it just got to the point where you, you know the next line coming out. And as a punter, as a punter listening, you, you, you know, maybe it might be exciting in, in, in parts or even vaguely interesting. But here it's not, and then adding mm. adding the third in, you're yeah. able to uh-huh. you're able to just just jumpstart some of that stuff and yeah. to at least sidetrack it to the yeah. No, you came in at, at the perfect time, I think, because I think another year of just him and me, <laughs> we would have been <laughs> okay. Welcome we to the four minute podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what, and it's funny, but you, you two have a really good banter back and forth, and I every every week I've been having a lot of fun editing the two. The two of you going back and forth and trying to figure out when to do the cuts and everything. Oh my god! And it makes it, me dizzy thinking about it. My when my the fa- I put I only put up one clip of last week's show um, separately, which was when we were ragging on Bucky's, hmm. uh, which you, which was taken out of context. We all love. Bucky's, yeah, I, I know. I, I, as long as it's on fire and far I just, away from us, everybody's going. But I love Bucky's. I, know. Like, I got a, I got a soft spot just, for Bucky's. We're just, just criticizing the music and the uh, the silly gift stuff they have. That's it. Yeah. We go there all the time. It's okay. Shh. I don't. You don't go there, though? No. Well, we do when we're true? on the road. Yeah, well, you have to. You, when, when it's, it's, well, I mean, the it's three in the morning, and that's what's, it's, that's what's yes. open. Yes. And that's yeah. really the best time to go. It's between like one and four in the morning. Yes. Because yeah. there's nobody there. And there's 17 employees. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Bucky's. Well, how are you? You walk in. Good. You go to the bathroom. Yeah. You wash your hands. You come out. You get your coffee. You wash your Your snack. And then you're out the door. Although the breakfast tacos are pretty okay. but We used to get kolaches at the one outside of Austin on the way home. Yeah. I like me some kolaches. Yeah. yeah, I don't eat them though. It's it's funny to me now is that all the all the Bucky's they're building now are like ten times bigger than they really need to God, be. They're fucking gigantic. <laughs> well, they, sixty they, gas pumps, at eighty gas pumps, something like, like that. A, a hundred ice machines or ice ice <clears throat> boxes, whatever those things are called. I did read the uh, Texas uh, Monthly had an article about that guy who uh, who started um, Bucky's, and I actually I was like, well, let me let me see. I'm always interested in how people get things started, especially businesses. And yeah, he he was just a guy that worked at his. I think his grandparents had like a little general store that kind of sold a little bit of everything. And then he's like, "Oh, I got an idea. We'll put some gas pumps in, and we'll do this. We'll do that." Next thing you know, kaboom! Of course, literally, figuratively, suggestively, documentarily, it's a lot of shit in that store. I mean, just a lot of shit in that store. That's the only time I get exercise on the road. 
going to walk from from you know from the, the gas pump into the building. Which is, and, but then you know they did walk side. But you just walk down just on the off chance something fell off the truck that was interesting to buy, and there's it's not there. It's not there. And you, we're talking about the gift shop portion of yeah, it. Yeah, well, I mean, but, but, but then then you go to the salsa section, and it's not you can get that same stuff. I mean, it's basically ketchup with an onion in it. It's not a, you know. I don't not, know if I would trust Bucky's salsa. That's what I mean. I mean. It's going to. I. You're going to. Yeah. I would go. If I were like, you know, if we're out in West Texas somewhere and we stop at a rest stop and they have like Oma's salsa. I might, I might buy Oma's salsa, but. Uh, but Case uh, in or, part, or, or Brenham, local. Thing. When we were in Brenham last yeah. time. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, that, that hot sauce that I bought from that little boutique place down there. Yeah. Out of this world. Yeah. It said spicy or it said hot or, you know, ex, extra hot or whatever. And. They were right. Yeah, I broke a little. I broke a little. Well, because that's also that's also that small batch thing. Yeah, you know the small batch thing is way better than the. So that's what that's what I want. What kettles of salsa? Yeah, you can't find that everywhere. And of course, places like Bucky's are mowing over and mowing down and destroying the mom and pop. Yeah, you know it's the Walmart of gas stations. Yeah, (laughs) gosh, I never (laughs) thought of it that way. Oh, that's all I thought about. So here we are trying. We were trying to, to uh, undo. Trying to say undo. we like Bucky's and we were like, down again. Yeah. <laughs> just went right back to Bucky Ragged. They wanted they wanted to sue. Um, there was a company here in in Texas called. Uh, it was a gas station chain with a, with a convenience store called Snappies, and it was like an alligator with a baseball hat. And Bucky's tried to sue them because of copyright infringement because Bucky the Beaver wears a little baseball hat. Well, there you go. And, and uh, an alligator looks exactly like a beaver, apparently. And alligators yeah. can't wear baseball hats either. Now that you mention it, so they tried to sue Snappy Snappy Mart, and they, and they, they didn't they didn't succeed because Snappy Marts are still in existence. Ah, FYI. Wow. Next time you head west on I ten and you stopped at the Lake McQueenie exit, there's a couple of gas stations right there, uh, just outside Seguin. There's yes. a sna- Snappy Mart right there. So ah. there you go. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Reminds me of, uh, you wouldn't, this is before your Houstonian time, but, but when a uh, two pesos got sued by Taco Cabana and put out of business, you remember two pesos. Right? Very well. Yeah. Yeah. I used to eat there every bloody night. We've, we've talked about that. Yeah. Two pesos got sued by Taco Cabana for stealing their concept, which they kind of did. <laughs> Let's just face it. But they were doing it better than Taco Cabana was. It's fast food tacos. Who isn't doing that these days? Mm, you'd have to be there to understand. Okay. The yeah, time. he was. Yeah. I mean, it was this same floor, same floor plan, the same counter service, and you know, come pick up, you know, order here, pick up there, and but the food was ten times better than yeah. Taco Cabana was. When was the last time you ate a Taco Cabana? Anyone? Anyone? Uh, years, seven years ago. Really? Yeah. yeah. Did I? I think I ate at one when I was teaching down at Fort Bend because I had a time off and I went and got like a breakfast taco there. That's actually not true. It wasn't, it was, it was less than seven years so ago because we went there as a band two years ago and uh, we went there. We went there. Was it with you? Was I with you that time? No, it was with somebody else. Yeah. Sorry. Else. Yeah. That time. Another band. Sorry. I, I, twice in one day. Ah. Cut the tape. One thing I will say, I will not hesitate to say about two paces now because they never, they don't exist anymore. They were notorious for not carting. Uh, when you order margaritas, notorious. In fact, it was very rare that they actually carted anybody. Nice. <laughs> so a lot of my first beverages before I turned twenty-one were at uh, were at Taco Cabana. Yeah. Do you guys know Skeeters? Skeeters, Skeeters Grill. Yeah. 
I mean, two paces. There's one down in uh, West U. There's a couple out, out west, stuff like that. So their advertising campaign for a while, they had like, a, you know, I think maybe like Dollar Margaritas or whatever they had, this, this campaign. Huge post, huge window poster that say, no, Skeeter's Bar and Grill, Dollar Margaritas. And the cup that they used was, it said Child's Cup on the, on the actual cup. So like they were using the Kid's Cup as their advertisement for their $1 Margaritas. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Come get fucked up, kids. Yeah. <laughs> Bring your parents. Yeah. Designated time. Like it. Anyway. Food. Where, where you grew up, what did what did you what did you call it when you went to a fast food place and you filled up the soda with every single soda that was in the call that lunacy. Did you just make up the word now? Is that what you call it? Lunacy? That, fucking crazy? Yeah, but is that what you're what, I would never do that. I know. But the, what, all the sodas? Yeah. All the flavors. You've never heard of this before? Yeah, I have, but I, who does that? Psychopaths. Kids. He did. <laughs> Kids. We called it suicide. Yeah, I would never do that. Okay. No, I, I don't know, like, want to ask you. I want a Coke or I'm I want just asking a for the name. Fanta Orange or I want a whatever. Oh, it tasted spray. terrible. That was the point. That was the whole point. Of it doing tasted it. what? It tasted awful. Well, Every time. You think? Yeah. <laughs> Were you allowed to get free refills? And then the, the dominant flavor was always Diet Coke. Or whatever the diet soda was, it would battery just kind acid. of obliterate everything. Else. That's why, you know, when your battery is corroded over, that's why they say to pour Diet Coke on it because it eats away the corrosion. Oh, really? Yeah. Think about that, people. Yeah. Think about that. <laughs> Next time you get a Diet Coke. Yeah, it's, it's Sally in, in accounting. Yeah. Well, we used to we used to put coins in Coke to yeah, just to watch them to, to clean them. Yeah, and they come out better, shinier than they were when than yeah. when they were made. So. Sounds like a science experiment. It has been. People put te- put like baby teeth, put them in there, and watch it dissolve and shit. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Got me. Mm. Although I must admit, I I do enjoy a, a rum and coke zero once in a while. So I I know <laughs> it's not diet coke though. So that. I gave up uh, drinking soft drinks long time ago. I've, I've you know I had a couple, but at different shows, you know that have been just scorching or whatnot. It's just. Uh, but no, it's not good for you. Do yeah, can't, I can't stand the I can't uh, the initial, the initial, you know, the first sip, wonderful. Second sip, trash. Just, <laughs> just, it's just gone. It's just I have no taste for it now. That's why I like the club soda and the bitters at a, at a at a show because it gives you the idea. It's like it's like a soda, but it's also like a cocktail, and but it's non-alcoholic and it just gives you the the vibe that you're drinking something that's just not plain water. The yeah. water's good for you. Obviously. Well, and, and then other places when the water does taste like t- toilet water, you know, a little lime, a little lemon, a little, yeah. little yeah. Yeah, pip, yeah. yeah. I'm nearly done. Settle down. It's back. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Stay fit with baggards. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have sodas occasionally. Very rarely now. It's used like a like a like a dessert. <laughs> well, you're so of alcohol in them, like beer and yeah, that's right. I mean, I much rather would save my calories for that if that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, you know, I, I used to be completely addicted to diet coke. I, that, that, that was that was the biggest shock. To and me. then I just stopped. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't drink it, it anymore. Like does taste like I can't drink it. I I can't remember. I think we're at a show somewhere and they had some. I just really wanted something cold. And I had one. I couldn't even finish it. Got a girlfriend. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't finish it because it made me not because of how it tasted, but it just made me feel weird after a few sips. Like it was like giving me a headache. It was a while when I was in Austin and coming back and forth playing with Mike Stinson. This is twenty between twenty ten and twenty twelve. 
And driving home late at night, going back to Austin after the gig, I would get like a Red Bull or a Monster. And then about a month later, my stomach was just like all tore up. I was like, hmm, no more of that. Mm -hmm. So I haven't had any of that shit in a long, long time. Those energy drinks are just terrible for you. You know, I I, I steered my kids away from that for the longest time because we would, as a once in a while, just have a have a Coke or something with the with the meal, and I've steered them away from that now, just because it's we didn't we didn't drink a lot as kids uh, in, in in Ireland. We didn't drink a lot of that stuff, um, and that stuff was made with sugar cane versus the stuff over here. Mm-hmm. But you know, to to food these days with the amount of sugar in the food, never mind just the drink. So we, that was just one, well, one of the little things that we cut away from the meals. And it was yeah. just, I'm up, drink some coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My daughter, my daughter drinks coffee with me every day and she's become quite the connoisseur. And, uh, she's, uh, she, she got a cold brew yesterday in Rockport and, Gave me the rundown of it. It was sounded really good, but I, I still got the coffee with the shots in it. And oh, 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 yeah, I'll be I'll be back down to Rockport. Actually, hopefully, we'll be back down there playing. Let's go. Monica's uh, very interested in having like a small stage in the corner, but great big room and right on the beach. And what a town! What a town! Can't wait. Can't wait to to uh, her family. Believe it or not. So anybody not familiar with Texas. A, sorry, and B, familiarize yourself with Whataburger when you come. <laughs> I'm a, I, I don't eat a lot of fast food, but Whataburger is de- definitely one of my favorite burgers in the world. And um, But Whataburger has a, uh, her family, Monica's family, uh, she's the manager of Fulton's in case you weren't paying attention earlier. Mm. She uh, has a, her family has ties to the beginning of Whataburger. And Whataburger is huge down in, in those parts because that's where it began. Down in Corpus. And, and, and down, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, know all about, I know the history of it. Yeah. Yeah. We've eaten at the flagship many times yeah, oh, yeah. down at, uh, yeah, I've been there. Down in Corpus. But the, the, her, their family and their, uh, the Whataburger story is rampant down. And HEB and Whataburger were instrumental after the big hurricane in helping the Rockport, well, all the surrounding areas. They were the first in and they were open all the time and just helping just, just wonderful organization. So HEB is our, as our local food, um, you know, like your Kroger's or your Winn-Dixie or your Publix or whatever you have. Mm-hmm. But HEB are, with, with that, they're my favorite, uh, Grocery they're, chain. They're just, a great company. It seems like they have their shit together. Yeah. yeah. They take care of their people. They, they really take care do. of their people. The people in there just, like Doc said yesterday, they 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 want to be there. It seems yeah. like they mm-hmm. want to be there. Yeah. Friendly. They're, and they're actually they're, paying a decent, I've been looking at online at wages, they're actually paying a decent wage. You know, that's going to be part of it. Yeah. 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 So I'm a big fan. But also Whataburger, they're, they're, you know, I know they were sold recently to a Chicago a company out of Chicago. I heard they were sold. I didn't know to whom. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. it is a Chicago-based company. Yeah. I remember so, that. So they've been, but still, they had been doing wonderful work in Texas and 
Um, I remember we, we got very excited. We were playing in Jacksonville, Florida, and we found a Whataburger. <laughs> we, they made it taste just like Florida. Yeah. <laughs> what are you using? Gator meat? This is yeah, awful. Whataburger outside of, uh, outside of Texas just feels weird. It's like eating Mexican food north of I-10. Don't do it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my we know the story say. about Whataburger. That's I love it. Don't, don't. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, so the guy, inside, Mike. guy and wife, three kids, three little kids. And the guy who owned a Whataburger was a amateur <clears throat> pilot. Mm-hmm. He used to fly little planes, stuff like that. And uh, one day he'd fly and crashed his plane and killed him, died. And so the very next day, the widow was like faced with, you have this company that's starting to grow. What are you going to do with it? And of course, all the sharks are in the water. And they said, you should sell it. You know, your husband just died. You got three little kids at home. You're a woman in the fifties, you know, no one's, you can't, you can't do this. And she said, fuck you. And she basically ran that company up until the eighties, I think as being the, um, one of the few women owned businesses, I mean, massive businesses in Texas, let alone the country. And then her kids took it over, uh, the last 20 or so years, 20, 30 years or so. And I guess they recently just sold it like you said, but there were three kids and each one, like the girl was kind of like in charge of like, all new store openings and, and employee stuff. One guy was the chief executive officer. One guy was the chief financial officer. I might be getting all that wrong, but I remember I went to a lecture about it, like the history of Whataburger in Austin one time. And I was just interested in it. And, and there's, there's your Whataburger story for the day. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Woman owned company for the longest time. Wow. Cool. Yeah. That's, uh, that correlates with a lot of the stuff that we were talking about yesterday. So yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. What else indeed. we got? Man, we're just kind of, I like this freeform shit, man. We're just kind of, uh-huh. we're just riffing. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing is, and, and this is this is not going to be off the table for a long, long time, is we're talking earlier about gigs and we're, the phone's ringing. We're, we have interest in gigs. We were, and what we are now sharing with you, it, you know, we're going to continue to keep ourselves, ourselves and our families safe. We're going to play if it's, possible where you know i cannot wait to get back in the van again uh to you know to play multiple towns go sit in the van anytime you want to it's parked right there (laughs) well thank you we should should do a we should do a podcast from the van one day yeah (laughs) we've tried (laughs) yeah we we really have oh never mind when we're we're on the actually on the road we tried anyway sorry to interrupt no don't it's 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 no it's not an interruption it's an addition Motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So we, uh, so the phone's been ringing. We've got def- more than enough places to go and play. However, the problem is the capacity. And so recently some of these clubs have been shut down because of, they've been disobeying the, oh the, they've the, actually, their liquor licenses have been suspended. Really? Because yeah. In Houston? In, in yeah. No, uh, I think uh, Austin. Well, Houston They're, as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I heard about Houston. I heard about K- those K- two K- in Austin you? that they said, oh, you're, take a break. <laughs> yeah. So we're not going to get anybody in trouble. We're not, and we, you know, we've been uh, d- taking care of ourselves for, for this whole time. We've mm-hmm. been trying everything and wearing masks. And, uh, you know, the, the, we were speaking about this earlier as well. People trying are trying to shame or bully or 
point fingers at, at the people wearing masks. And I don't care. Because we talked about this a few weeks ago, maybe even last week, but the uh, my sister and I used to laugh because the we'd see a lot of Asian people wearing masks way back when, before... Wuhan clan or that's a know. thing over there too. And, yeah, and sucks, I know. Yeah. And 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 it was funny because we're thinking, all right, you got a mask on. There's no eye protection. There's no glow. You know what I mean? It needs to be a hazmat suit. That's what that's what it was back then. We were thinking if you're trying to protect yourself from yeah, you know, you need to be in a, a you know a light a, a full body condom. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so. That's changed to just we're just trying to just trying to be courteous to your neighbor and not you know, just say even that we're trying to take care of ourselves and take care of you and take care of blah blah blah. So with the increase and people wanting to know if we can come play and what would what will it take to we don't want to a cause a a panic by a large gathering or a small gathering in a small place, you know, you know, big gathering in small place or whatever. So these things have to be addressed and we have to, so we, we have some things on the calendar. We have some events that we're, uh, you know, as of today, stormy Monday, we're, we're still standing on, under, you know, yeah. still looking at going, but the mask and the hand washing and the, constant jabber it's boring now i hate to talk about it Mm. but it's just not going to be off the table because it has to be yeah this is the the, you know we don't we don't uh make we can't make a living sitting in front of microphones in a you know yeah true till we get a sponsor yes Yes. all right (laughs) looking at you romans romans um and ed pills come on we're getting we're getting up in age right <laughs> there are going to be more online shows we're we're working with this company called sessions uh currently uh it's a, it's in beta right now but i'm not sure exactly when that's going to start but we will be sort of experimenting with that coming up pretty soon be sort of a step above moving beyond the uh, live streams we've been doing on facebook it's gonna be a lot more interactive i think so. Yeah, we'll see the, how that goes. the details are definitely going to follow. There, there. This this group sessions are they're trailblazers. I mean, they're they're looks like they're it's a legitimate outfit, and they're doing their homework, and they're backing their they're backing their claim to be able to promote mm-hmm. and execute these live streams too. Yeah, yeah. They're they're not just providing the platform; they're actually working with you and promoting, like you said, promoting it and actually. Because they've got, they're they're putting their own skin in the game too. Uh, they they do well if we do well, basically. So, there was something else I was going to say. I forgot what it is now. Great. Yes. The yeah. This is what we've been. We're, we're we're still in the studio and we're recording. And the 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 album is actually going into the mixing uh, phase. Yeah, phase. I think segment. Probably in about, probably in a couple of weeks. We just we're, we're, we've said this a thousand times as well. The we're crippled by time constraints. Time constraints are the the studio time is golden because we can only get in for a couple hours a week. So we're trying to and and, and we're not going to we're not going to push 
through anything that's not ready. So, Mm -hmm. but we are working extremely fast for the time that we have. Yeah. So, but it's, again, it's not, well, you can be the judge of it yourself. We'll (laughs) let you listen to some clips, but we're not pushing through stuff that's not ready. Mm. Whereas if, if if you've heard standards before, sorry, um, (laughs) you've, you've, uh, you, you you just anybody that knows us knows that the album was thrown together really really quickly and it's this album is not this album is I, I'm just I'm I'm just giddy because it's we've put our heart and soul into this and I you know it, it it's been I, I the songs were kind of were written before you came along mm. but we were able to expand it you know sure. dig, dig into them with 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 Eric and I and it took our it, it took us to a a different level because you just, you just kind of blind, not kind of blindly. We're just thrown this stuff and we're, we were able to jump in and make something of it yeah. as it, as it was happening. And that was the, that was the thrill of it. But now it's in listening back to this stuff. It's like, Oh, okay. This has been, it's, it's got its own personality. I'm very excited. It's got it. a really good energy to it. Yeah. So that's why, that's why, that's why we're going to need a, that's why we're going to need a fiddle player that we can uh, not only tour with, but can come in and, jump onto this moving mm-hmm. freight train. This is, this has been, this has been just so invigorating because our, you know, we're hitting our stride as far as, as, as far as playing goes and writing. And that's, and we just want, we want, we want to get somebody that can, that, that that's a likes this kind of music or lots of different kinds of music, not just one style, and and it is able to to contribute immediately mm-hmm. because it, it's got to be a, it's it, it's got to be a it's got to be a four piece. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I say about 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 the uh, the recording sessions, you know, we are we are taking we're definitely not rushing through anything, but I've been amazed every time we've gone in there how much we've we've gotten done in a really short amount of time. So it sounds like we're rushing, but we're not. <laughs> I mean, we've, we've every, every session, it's like we get to the end of the two, two and a half hours or three hour session, whatever. And okay, I guess, I guess that's enough for now. And we look back and we've tracked overdubbed like on four or five different songs. And that's, in that span of time. Yeah. And I, I give full credit to, to Paul Beebe for, for Wait, what? moving us along. <laughs> yeah, he mispronounced your name. I guess not. I just, I guess. Do, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, obviously, yeah. Okay. When we're doing the, the basic tracks, Thank obviously, you. yes. Thank yes. We no, my overdubs, Paul, that's Paul's, that's Paul's yeah. category. Well, we, we've been in overdub mode for, what, three, four months now, I think, so. Right? When, when did we do the basic tracks in February? I don't, I don't know. I think it was January, actually. I don't even know. Was it January or was it? Feb- I think January. Well, the most, January. I just joined. So. When well, the most recent one was like a month ago. February was when uh, I remember. I think going in February, March, maybe. Yeah. And we know. might have a few more basic tracks coming out, maybe for the yeah. record. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Because he said you have some new, some other originals we might. Yeah. Put yeah. on there. There's well, the, the, these are the easy ones. These are ones that you guys haven't heard yet, but yeah. they're 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 extremely easy compared to what we've done so far, and just the addition of uh the well just uh, personally the addition of the fractal guitar rig for me has been eye opening it's just you know from is that a fractal tm trademark fractal fractal the name of the company yeah and and, and what do they make again they make guitar rigs yeah for guitar, guitar players. players yeah yeah yeah, yeah, nice. And it's just every. Thank you, Fractal. Yes, <laughs> yeah. No, it's just the the because before you'd have to drag in 
you know, certain ty- types of amps and certain ty- you know just pedals and yeah and and, and and then line six came along and it said this if you if you don't really pay much attention it sounds like this kind of kind of sounds sort of and like if a- pl- yeah if you plug your ears and you hum really loudly it really sounds like it but the, the fractal said no how about we take samples of each of these guitar rigs and we're going to put them into a guitar processor and they did they did. You, you, so. See, I thought Line Six did that when they when they got started, but I think they did not do that. No, no, they got. They, I think they got close to the tone, and then they gave it to Peter Pan, and, <laughs> Pe- and Peter Pan said, oh, or Mickey Mouse or something. It was just, or just. I mean, <laughs> I remember when that shit came out; it was super popular. But oh, at the same popular. time, I, even I could tell. I was like, it sounds a little too digital. L- yeah, it's a digital. little too it, brittle and, for yeah, for my ears. Thin yeah. and, it, and look, just, I got a fifty-seven tweed. I'm like. Really? Yeah. No. In, in the, yeah. So I, I owned a, a few different kind of pod, you know, that some that you could switch, you know, you could put it into your amp and play it through your amp, and it didn't translate. You could tell up close, but it seems like once you put it through a microphone and then, you know, and then through a PA, it's just not going to get. The same. Yeah, so I, 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 and all the modeling amps and stuff like that, absolutely, it's just just firewood is all it is. It's <laughs> It's awful. And uh, Fractal came along, and my friend Kent was uh, Newman. He called me up and he said, "I'm on a waiting list right now." He said, "But I heard I didn't even I didn't even I didn't even look online when he said that he was on a waiting list, and he told me what I could do. I just ordered it, and mine came at the same time as his. You know, they, nice. they were they were back ordered for, and so you know and kent is is a houston guitar player plays in a band called diamond jack he plays in a few different bands but his one band diamond jack they play all that 70s arena rock stuff so he needs every different kind of they'll do peter frampton they'll do our favorite hotel california up nice. top the brotel yeah <laughs> uh but they so so they'll switch from frampton to eagles to to you know all this you know the cars, you know, your favorite. And uh, they'll, so they'll do all this stuff and, uh, and Steely Dan also. So you need every single, Oof. you need every single kind of. God, this band sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Kent. Yeah. <laughs> and he, um, no, it's, but he's a, I think there's three guitar players in that band. And they, each Oof. one of them are, each one of them are ridiculously good. I mean, mm. they're, they're beyond, beyond good so so I, I, my, my point is kent told me about this rig and i just said uh you know i'm gonna i'm, I'm just gonna get it and I, and I went on and i bought it and so i called him oh got it i just got my you know so, <laughs> but and then kent came over we we just would mouths dropped open on the floor listening to this thing and and now we don't drag you know we don't drag you know a thousand pounds of guitar amplifiers around and you know, and then have that noise on the stage and the feedback and the just the, the and then the whole, you know. So, well, and the best thing about it, obviously, for you is you can finally now with the addition of the in ear systems we're using now that you can actually hear yourself yeah. play. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, so so here's the thing. So so let's get, stand in front of any amplifier and just and, and play along with it and just try to sing. Just I mean, loud. Okay, put it. You know, put the amplifier. You know, against your face. Play it and play it loud, and then try to sing and try to and then and then record that. 
so 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 purists and these tone guys i'll tell you i'll tell you why i think it's a funny story so i take my diamond amp which i still absolutely love um it's a it's a, a phantom model so this is this is a 100 watt tube amp and this thing is louder than than satan sex it's just it's uh or what uh what did it uh i think filthy phil from motorhead said it's louder than uh than fucking Nick and McBrain in a fr- in a frying pan. <laughs> anyway, so I take this amp because I have this amp on the record. I still love this amp. It's it's just t- the best guitar tone made here in Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Sam Austin mm-hmm. uh, and and Jeff Diamond and uh, and uh, uh, anyway, all those guys. So uh, I take it to the to the to the shop, the Steamboat amps to get fixed because I want this amp on the record. It sounds fantastic. Well, I bring it in there, and the the, the guy behind the counter is like, "Oh, diamond, oh, okay, I'll I'll fix it." And he he uh, he wrote a review. I didn't see it. I had heard it, that he wrote a review of the amp. He said, "So I, I hope I never have to work on this. Amp, you know, this <laughs> this kind of amp again. It took me forever to do this, this, and this. And like, I don't care. Just turn it on, turn it up. That's that's all I care about." And uh, so he fixed it and. Uh, I went in to pick it up and I'd heard that he had given it this okay review, you know, it was was just a pain in the ass to work on, but you know, I I hope I never have to work on it again. So I went in there to get it and uh, he goes, yeah, well it's done. It's, you know, it's, he goes, you know, yeah, it was a bit of a pain in the ass to, to fix and stuff like that. I said, well, you'd be happy to know I went to a fractal (laughs) and his face. (laughs) (laughs) i didn't hate it that much <laughs> so he was completely dismayed just you just do not want to hear of these guys going to to uh to these guitar processors mm-hmm. yeah, and he was yeah you know it's funny how i know that if you had tried to to describe that to us you know 12 13 years ago we would be like fuck that you know we got our amps. We got our tube amps. You know, that's that's all we need. But <laughs> after you've been doing this for this long, and when you do it this frequently, when you're you're doing it several times a week, and uh, it just makes everything a lot easier, especially when they do sound as good as they do now. Yeah. Well, so. Eddie Van Halen doesn't drag his, you know, you know, twenty four guitar stacks. Onto the he's got he's got crew to thank you to do that he's also got an in ear system that costs more than my house yeah and yeah. his and his you know and 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 he gets to play seven days a week twenty four yeah. hours a day if he wants mm-hmm. that's not that's not the same yeah when you have to throw that stuff in a van and you have the choice between dragging all and also all we, we always run risk of some cocksucker breaking in and stealing the stuff or driving off in your van so. Do you want to lose a guitar processor or this amp rig that you put together over the years? Right. It ended yeah. up at the end, the, 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 the guitar rig with time and money and all this, it was, was irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. All, after all the stuff and all the pedals and all everything that you got to make that guitar rig, mm-hmm. y- your personal rig, and to get that sound that you wanted to over all those years, there's not a price tag that can replace that. It's like maintaining a classic car, those old, those old amps, the amount of, you know, Although the tube amps, particularly, you have to keep servicing them and everything. Just and they never, they never, even after you get them serviced, they never. At least to me, they never sound the same as when you first, as as new. It doesn't matter if you get it 
serviced as best you can. At least that was my experience with the, with well, the these, Ampeg. Well, I, I, I'm completely opposite. And I, I think it sounds better with age. And, oh, really? Yeah. But this, this diamond rig in particular, I used to take it back to, um, to, uh, to diamond and say, well, you know, I, I, cause it was a spitfire when I bought it again, this is just, this is just amp talk. And this is, this should be saved for underwater creatures. This is not for human ears this is not it's, it's not yeah it's just boring it really is boring but but just the 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 reason why i love diamond is they were made here in houston and it was all friends of mine that 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 jeff that owned the company he he, he also made the dbz guitars which i have far too many and he gave me so many of them and i you know i never paid more than i think 300 dollars for a guitar and these are 12 1500 guitars just mm-hmm. and so the nicest guys over there, and I used to just take it over there and go, hey, there's a little bit of a hiss when I do that. Okay, let's fix it. And it would just be fixed on the spot and never you know, put your hand in your pocket and just, just great guys. And, and, and really fun to go and hang out with them because they're, they're not only guitar, they're, they're all, every single one of them could play guitar like better than any other band, bands that I go and see. But they were just so much fun to just sit and talk shop with yeah. you know? mm-hmm. so so but they the, the the amplifier will never ever sound bad you know as, as long as it doesn't it sat for a long time there and and uh i, I think it uh, i'd be lying if i if, if i if i knew what was wrong with it this time but these things you can throw them down a flight of stairs you can you can cut them in, you know in half with a chainsaw and these guys can put it back together in no time and they sound it just the reason why I love the diamond rig is they're evil. They sound so, so mean. And then they just clean up to nothing with the, you know, the flip of a switch and just the really beautiful, clean sound. And then the really dirty sound, which the only two sounds that I use. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, cut all that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I mean, you know, and anybody's, you know, your, your, your rig, you took it, you, you um you took a lot of time on your on your bass rig and your drums you you know you didn't just fall into a set of drums and say that's it never changing <laughs> you know everybody's your 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 kit uh went over a, went through a makeover as soon as you you know, came in with us i mean i just yeah I, I, I even changed my this is going to sound completely stupid but um to anybody out there who's on a drum but i even changed the uh the head configuration i asked uh, Ash Sohn, who's a who's a who's a kind of a buddy, but he's also one of my favorite drummers. He used to play with a band called Delamitri back yeah. in the day, and we we got to meet through Instagram. And I finally uh, had him come to the convention uh, last year, and we hung out a bunch. And he's just a sweet guy. I, so I said, finally, I'm going to ask you a drum nerd question. Finally, what is your head combination? He's because your drums always sound great. He's like, oh, it's this and this. I'm like, oh, great. And I did that, and it's like, oh yeah, now they not drums sound not like his, but they do sound. I think they sound good for. The- they sound like phenomenal. Combinations, back so. to Lori and Chris's when 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 I wind out to sound check and heard the, I goosebumps yeah. when I heard the just the kit sounded so clean, so tight, and not no no hiss, no nothing, you know, just untuned to that was when I yeah. Well, I mean, it's like you like like Chad was saying, it's like you know you you and you, you were saying like you spend all this time getting that sound, yeah, but then you have to maintain it. Yeah, you know, you have to find a way to maintain and drums, especially because they're acoustic and. There's all kinds of shit on them that can go loose and stuff like that. You got to keep keep an eye and ear out for that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I will say, I, I you know I haven't used an actual bass amp in a, in a while now because we've Patrick and I have both gone direct. So I'm using a 
a couple of I'm using a, a, several different pedals. Actually, it's two pedals: tuner and compressor and a amp modeler. But uh, I do miss <laughs> I do miss my I, I had a, there are two different rigs I used to go back and forth between was my my heart key and my Ampeg uh, SVT SVT being the tube amp. But I was just thinking I, I think that the heart key is the one I used for the longest period of time, combined with that GK four ten, which was the cheapest four ten ever bought. I have two of them at home now. They're all they're both worn to, to hell now. That that the the um, the cones anyway. The speakers themselves are blown. But that was like a two hundred fifty dollar cab, best sounding cab I think I've ever. You know, and it, it, the the Ampeg was great too in its day. <laughs> its day is long gone now. Well, what year was that heart key? Uh, the heart key is it's it's their third flagship. Uh, you know, the thirty five hundred. Um, I bought that from Sweetwater, I think in 2005. And it yeah, lasted, like me, and stuff it lasted like, me like well over 10 years. Yeah. Some of that stuff is like just better constructed because you yeah. know, either it's the best seller and they want to make sure that people yeah. are not having, I mean, some, some companies still give a shit about quality. So, yeah. you know, so you're not buying a new thing every five years or whatever, you know, like yeah. this is going to last you and make it, they make it. And they obviously understand their market because they understand that musicians don't make a whole lot of money. So, having a $250 piece of equipment that you can still play 15 years later is, yeah. is, is remarkable. Yeah. In, in a good way. Yeah. 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 It's funny that when, when I first got that GK cab, I was complaining that, oh, it's because it, it sounded to me, it always sounded kind of dry compared to the, the Ampeg cab. But it, it was a powerhouse, man. That thing, that little that little box really pushed a lot of air. And so yeah. I, I dig that thing. You know. Whenever we, if, you know, someday when we get back to playing bigger stages. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep the inner system, but it might be fun to have that behind us as well. So we'll look, put some rumble on the stage. Always fun to move some air. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the configuration of uh, Gibson, Les Paul and a Marshall amp, that's always been rock and roll to me. That's always been the, the beginning of rock and roll to me. And the, but when you take that stuff on the road, when you bring that, you know, whatever your guitar rig, whatever your guitar choice, whatever your pedals, whatever, you know, you take that stuff on the road and you get, you get robbed, you know, your, the, the van gets robbed or the trailer gets robbed and you just see it every single day. If you open any social media site, you know, there's just people just prey on those guys. The, the, the thing I'd wish that people would, would realize is when you steal that stuff, not only have you stolen stuff that just can't be replaced for these guys, for this, you know, these bands, but you've also, you've taken, these, these priceless, in most cases, priceless because of time and effort and stuff putting into this. So you're taking these priceless rigs and this all this gear away from these people, and you're not going to get any money for it. You're go, you cannot resell that stuff for a fraction mm-hmm. of what they paid. So yeah. stop stealing shit. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fuckers. Yes. That's it. <laughs> but but you, you, of course you're never going to stop because they're you know and even the the you know just the, the the reach that people have now if you steal a vintage guitar I remember we were talking about Junior Brown uh, you know a few months back had his get steel stolen uh, the 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 guitar slash uh, steel slide thing that he plays you know there's only one of them there's the prototype and then there's the one that he played this so there's but there's only the one guitar and they stole that where what are you going to do with that exactly are you going to learn how to play it no you're going to show up at a gig with that fucking thing yeah this is going to happen yeah 
Yeah, so it just it was well, dumb. Yeah. I don't want I I I've seen him play a bunch of times. I don't even want to touch it. I don't want to be I don't want to be you know, that's that's your that's that's an appendage of it belongs to him. Yeah. I don't want to touch it. You know, keep doing what you're doing. So weird. Yeah. So dumb. anyway, that 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 took a that took a dark turn. Let's get back to amplifiers. So <laughs> No, no. So I, I think we should just keep amplifiers off topic forever because that's. <laughs> but my God, that's boring. I was fast asleep behind my mouth <laughs> as you were talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gear talk. Yeah. yeah. None, none of us are really gearheads. Uh, you know, it's funny that Mike, uh, Mike. Mike Mike knows more about everything than anybody else I know. Even stuff that you would that he really doesn't have any business knowing. But uh Mike was always the guy to to ask questions about electronics or or any any kind of, you know. Yep. And 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 you feel just so unprepared. So well, no, I just bought it cuz it's loud. <laughs> it's louder than your drums. It looks so nice. I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> it's shiny. <laughs> Yeah, I don't talk. I don't talk that much gear. Once in a while, I'll get a guy that will come up and ask me about. Okay, well, we can dive into the to the gear thing. But there's some some friends of mine that are just so deep into it. I'm just like, and you have a girlfriend? Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to know. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I like I like gear, but I'm not going to sit there and study the manuals and the. Well, you're you you know what like you that. have and you know what it does and you know how to maintain it and that's the that's the. Well, I mean, I, and I look at a lot of other companies' stuff and look what they're doing, and, and there's some stuff that, oh, that looks really cool, or that's completely dumb, and like the Mapex, the new Mapex Tom Holder, ugh, what, a, what a mistake that is. But and Tom you look Holder? at company, yeah, Tom Holder holds uh, Tom Tom on the on the on the stand. It's it looks like. So you know you have toms. The toms are drums. Tom Toms. Yeah. See, when a man loves a woman. Yeah. When a man loves a woman. And they really like Special each other. Hug. So on my bass drum, I have that post with a little arm coming out. You put the tom on that little arm. Kind of thing. Very simple design. Yeah. It's been designed that way, it's more or less. I mean, it's a DW's design, but look at old Ludwig's or whatever. They've been designed that way for 70 years or so. Generally the same kind of thing. Mapex, this company out of, uh, um, they're owned by Sonar, which is a German company. Mapex is up in Nashville. They came out with this tom arm at NAM a couple of years ago. And I remember like somebody saying, come here, come, come, come take a look at this. So we walk over to the Mapex booth and there's this thing attached. I think it was on a stand and here comes the Tom out of it above the bass drum. And I, I will have to maybe post a picture of it or something like that. Because it's just the most unmusical <laughs> looking thing. It's the most like robotic, like, okay, we've reached the 21st century now as far as design goes. Sonar as a company itself, I think over, over engineers, their products. They, 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 they put too much metal on the drums. They put too much stuff on them. It should be just a wing nut and a bracket. That's all we need. And so Mapex being a subsidiary, they came out with this thing. It's just, so I, I do, I do look at gear. I look at stuff to be like, is it functional? Is it going to work? Is it, is it affordable? I mean, cause I'm always thinking about just not me, but my students or anybody else that wants to, has a question about, you know, drums or stuff like that. Even talking with Joe Blow about, Hey, what kind of heads do you use? You know, that kind of shit, you know. So, it's I'm, I'm not because I, I I'm I'm the complete opposite. I don't I don't look at gear until I need gear. Then I look for it. Mm-hmm. I don't because I don't. The uh, guitar center still sends me stuff. I don't know how they got this address because <laughs> I wouldn't piss in that place if it was on fire. <laughs> but uh, uh, 
Yes, I, I, I don't know the latest, good, you know, I, I see there's the great guitar coming out. I tell people all the time, if you want to start playing guitar, now is the time. Because you can get a $200 brand new guitar that plays, that you can take onto a stage. You can take out of the shop and onto the stage because it, they're built that well, that well now. Because mm-hmm. you cannot, you can't be that uh, Sears guitar back in the day where the strings were, you know, a, a mile off the fretboard and... You know, you can't pass off gear as gear because people's taste are, people are just used to really well crafted stuff now. The machinery and the, you know, these manufactured, these guitars that are just manufactured, you know, thousands a minute. So, so you, you just, everything that you buy guitar wise now seems to be just playable and rock ready. All right. So that, 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 that's, that's thrilling to me in that, you know, if you're ever on the road and something breaks or gets stolen, you can go into a shop and you can get something that, you know, that's affordable and ready right. to go. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably the same with drums too. You could probably, you, you could probably, you, you probably, probably get by, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to be thrilled with it. You're not going to be. You could get by. There's a lot of like, especially during the holidays, you look at flyers, especially from guitar computer or a guitar center. You call, yeah. Paul calls it guitar computer. Whatever. <laughs> I guess it's funny. Um, uh, there's a lot of lot of uh, like $299 drum sets, a lot of $399 drum sets, and they're shit. I mean, like sound percussion, I get it, but man, it's just like it's like the lowest end of the lowest end. And one Blaggers gig that I would destroy that set. I promise you, it would be Let's do just it. in pieces. Let's do it. Note to self in pieces when it's done. But having said that, you go just a, a even a hundred dollars higher to like or even like a three fifty or four hundred dollars. You can get a decent shell pack, which is just drums, kick drum, rack tom, floor tom, and you'll get floor. You get legs for the floor tom, and maybe a mounting that thing. I was just talking about the mounting thing for the tom tom. That's it. So what drum sets have done now in the last ten, fifteen years or so is they've gone from selling full kits, which includes kick pedal, drums, sta- uh, snare stand, might even include a hi hat stand and a cymbal stand. To just shell, just just selling the shells, you got to buy the hardware extra. So you think you're getting a good deal because oh, this drum set's only four hundred fifty bucks, but you still got to buy stands, you still got to buy a pedal, you still got to buy a throne. So then, then, then now your four hundred fifty is now eight hundred, yeah, or yeah. whatever. So, so drum companies have kind of done away with it. But if you already have hardware, like any good drummer does, I have a couple sets. Then you can just oh, that shell pack looks cool. How much is it? Four fifty? Fucking done. Yeah. Now and and uh, kind of off off topic. So somebody wants drum lessons today, which I say you're never ever too old for drum lessons for, for never. Any, any lessons. Mm-hmm. Actually, any lesson, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, just people people have asked us. We did a whole show on it. People said, "Is it too late?" Is it no? Never. no. And it's now is the time. Now is there's never been a better time than right now than stay the fuck home and learn something. Yep. And I would just say, so Eric, is there a way that somebody could contact you if they wanted to get yeah. a like drum Because I know you've How been doing that? a lot of on. <laughs> just, just what a nice segue. Yeah, ten percent uh, yeah. in the mail. No, but in in all seriousness, I, I just because because it, it's it, it's been a it's been a recurring theme over the years is the the, the lessons the online the, and, and it's it, it's it's a fine. Uh, it, it, it's down to a to a perfect science right now to 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 do this online stuff to where you can be there virtually and even 
even better that you, that you're not dragging this stuff in and setting up two kits because you can do it. Mm-hmm. So, but is there a way that we can yeah. co- contact you for drum lessons yep. to, to learn online? How would how would one go about that? Uh, we can reach out through Blaggards, uh, either through the, the the website or or they can email me directly. What's that email? Txdrums at gmail dot com. T as in Tom. X as in X ray. Drums, all one word. Tx like Texas. Texas drums. I'm surprised that wasn't taken, but I, I scored it. Do you know why? TX Trump waited for you. Yeah. Gmail comes through again. Yes. <laughs> Spying on me right now. Yeah. TX drums at gmail.com. And it's funny you say that because today at four, I have a lesson with a guy from Connecticut who's See? actually in Connecticut. I have a lesson See? with him That's, today. But so. I, 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 I cannot, I, I cannot stress that out. It's just, it's so important to learn from somebody that's not sitting behind a book that knows the book. Thing. It's so important if you want to learn, you got to learn from a, from from somebody that somebody that walks it, somebody that lives it, somebody that breathes it, somebody that is in it, and somebody that is is adaptable. You, you, that's we were talking about in the podcast. It, we you know, right time. You came in at the right time because it was just just getting in, just stale enough to where you know we were going to have to start doing a fight club thing on, on camera or something <laughs> to 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 spice it up, but. The, the the same thing with with learning from a drummer that's able to go through different, especially being so steeped in jazz and so you know so the, the love of rock and the love of you know this big band that's all, just all this stuff that's just tr- translates into the perfect. I I really do. I think a, a, a wonderful teacher is able to kind of shine a light on wherever wherever yeah. you want to start, and sure. even if you wanted to start at the at the Portnoy or the the you know I want to play everything that's not welcome. The Lars Ulrich School of, you know, we have, we have, that was our school of drumming. Yeah, we have, you know, or the Portnoy plays every single, like every single time, every minute. So I, I, I just, I, I could not, I, I couldn't, I, I cannot be more serious when I say if, if you want to learn drums, this is the, this is the way, this is the time yeah. we should. Give me a holler. Yeah. Or if I, somebody knows, it doesn't yeah. matter. And to our listeners out there, it doesn't matter where you are. I mean, as long as we have some kind of internet connection, we can just do it. I got a drum set up at home, and I, I've been doing lessons from home for the last three months anyway. So it's easy. I got a nice system. Yeah. I got a couple. And, and, and somebody can just have a practice pad and absolutely to start. Yeah, the guy today, the guy today, he's he just started, and he's an older guy, and he and uh, he just has a practice pad. And so we just have him play the, play the hands on the pad. I just have him tap his feet or stomp yeah. his feet on the ground to get the pedal, just to get the feel for it of what he's what his body is supposed to do and eventually when he gets a drum set that'll translate into pushing the pedals down and, and working all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Um that might, might that also might be cool when we when we uh, talk to our friend Keith across the way and uh it might be kind of cool to just give a little demo of what you're you know while we're set up anyway because it might be we, we we can use it to sound check and you can use it as a little demo video just to to have out there because I, sure. I, you know, we'll I, I, I think it'd be a, I think it, I, I think there'd be a waste of time, and I think you're losing money if you don't call them. That's that's a lot. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I think it'd be a waste of time not to use that time that we're set up to to just do a little promo video for it. Uh, we don't, cool. you know, yeah, we don't even have to use this section in here. I, you know, but I, I really, I, I just think, especially after our conversation today. Yeah. I just think it'd be a be, be good. Fun. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, we're sure. Little spark. 
little spark. Did, little spark. did you ever take guitar lessons at any point? No. Yeah. I used to I used to steal money for, oh, I used to to I used to get guitar lesson money from my mother and use it for cigarettes. And uh, she never <laughs> she, she, she tried to get you to take lessons. No, 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 no. Yeah. I told her I wanted to get guitar lessons. Okay. And then no, she didn't try. It. No, she didn't. Uh, she eight kids. Would you she, learn? She, she, well, what, what number are you? Get the fuck out of here! No, it's just to use as an, an excuse to get money for yeah, cigarettes. Yeah, I, said, I remember. I remember. Did you own a guitar at that time, though? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, so I uh, the double hoodwink. Well, yeah. <laughs> My uh, I went into to Dublin, and I, I probably couldn't even find the shop. Now we found this little uh, this little uh, music shop. Down one of these little alleys, saying, I'm, I know for a fact it's not there anymore. Boring the crap out of the drummer. God. No. Uh, I know for a fact it's not there anymore. It just can't be because it was impossible to find. Somehow I found it. And I went into the shop and I can still see the, the guitar hanging from the, hanging from the wall. And it was this uh, kind of a Firebird, Fender Firebird looking guitar was this uh, uh what they call a sunburst guitar with this tortoise shell or um pick guard and if that doesn't mean anything to you good it's it shouldn't uh ugly 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 guitar but it played really good the action was really meaning the strings were really really close to the fretboard and i can go on it and actually i never learned to do anything else so uh um, I bought the, I think it was 75 pounds for the guitar and it didn't come with a case, but I didn't want a case because I wanted to carry it. So people would see People him. would see me, oh, that guy was the long hair, the guitar. Yeah. He's probably, <laughs> he's probably a rock and roller. That's all I wanted. And I, I didn't want lessons. I did. Of course, yeah, I, I would learn, I'd, I'd have taken lessons if there was somebody like, Eric or somebody like uh, somebody, a guitar teacher that could, that wasn't going to go da, 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 I like to put the cart before the horse mm-hmm. uh, in most everything. So, 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 the, so our guitar teacher, I had no interest in guitar uh, lessons because you, I, I don't want scales. I don't want, I don't want to take sheet music home. I don't want to, you know, I, I want, I want it to sound like something. And uh, I, I did take over here. There's a bass player in town called Keith Vivens and he plays with bands called like TKO, um, uh, I saw him out in the uh, the this trio, this jazz trio, just bass Pat Hunt's jazz trio, a bass piano, uh, and well, it was a uh, it was a, sometimes a drummer, sometimes a, a horn player, but Keith Vivens plays this. Uh, when I saw him play, he was playing the six string bass, and he played everything and he played every note and everything was warranted everything was needed mm. as he played oh, it was just mind-blowing anyway i took one bass lesson from him mm. uh and and it was great because he showed me the what he called the spider do da do da do da do da and it was it sounded like something but it was also finger exercises it was also something that would 
put you in touch with getting your getting your hands in shape to to play because you know when you play a four hour gig you're going to need you know a little oh, dexterity yeah. and a little bit yeah. of power to to get through this so uh so that and that was that was phenomenal just to just to just to have that moment you know to 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 learn that stuff so no yeah. I didn't. did you who 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 would um how did you learn how to like early on when you were first getting serious about it how did you learn how to string your guitar and all those basics and stuff. Did anybody? That's, did that's anybody a really good question. I have no idea. Yeah, because uh, we didn't have computers or. Uh, um, I must have. Must have been somebody who gave you a tip, like or showed you how to do it, right? Well, it's just trial and error. I, I, I think I know. I know that on the audition, my first guitar. Uh, well, I, I did have a guitar when I was very, very young. I go. I was given an acoustic guitar for a birthday or something, and uh, some cousins were over and they jumped on it and smashed it and I never got another one. So, oh, yeah. so, uh, um, but I, I, so I, I do remember on the, so when I broke strings on my, uh, audition, I remember them, there being no strings for a long time. And then, uh, but the ones that were remaining, the strings that were remaining, I, I just copied the, the direction, you know, that they were going in so I could <laughs> to you know, but I had no idea how to tune it and how to, mm how to set the, set the action, you know, how, how to get, get, you know, stop the, the, the buzzing. And, uh, if, if there was a, if so one of the frets was buzzing, you just bend the string on the, 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 the fret before it just to, to get past that. And so it was a lot of trial and error and, and a lot of, a lot of days without guitar because strings were, you know, yeah, I didn't, I, I, I never had backup strings. Yeah. And then uh, thanks to Wayne at Sweetwater. Yeah. Uh, I, I bought this uh this uh big order of strings and that they now come in this cardboard box with this plastic thing you just open it up and all the strings because they're all color coded so you just whatever string you want you just it's just and it's it, it's in a box but it's in a plastic tube inside the thing so all these strings are, and you just what a what design. an age we just, live in yeah i know i know it's just it's it's just like, i want to restring all my guitars no i don't <laughs> <laughs> I remember early on, my first guitar was a nylon classical, and uh, I definitely did not play classical guitar. But that was that was the guitar my mom bought me from from Rock and Robin when I first asked for a guitar, and I didn't know how to tune it, didn't know how to any, didn't know a chord, didn't know how to string it. And there's one of the first things that happened with that guitar is I broke one of the strings. Can't remember which string it is now, but for and I had G string, yeah. I had extra strings, but I had no idea how to string it. And, and it's it's not as easy, you know, with the steel string, you just put it through the uh, the little knot. Classical strings are a little different. A little yeah. different, yet there's a special knot you're supposed to do at the yeah. bottom at the bridge. And I had no idea how to figure it out. So a friend of mine, my friend Sean Morelli, who was also a, a, a novice a novice guitar player at the time, he started about a few months before I did. He had a friend named Carolyn who was who was – a classical guitar player in the instrumental department at HSPVA where we went to school. So he, he arranged <laughs> for us. We met in the, we all met in the parking lot one day. And so I brought my guitar. And so she showed me how to actually tie the knot. And That's everything. fun. So after that, I was okay. But then when I, a year later, uh, for the following Christmas, my dad bought me my, my, uh, steel string guitar, which is still owned to the stay. That's the Martin Sigma that Patrick paid Neil Sargent to fix up, uh, I don't know, a couple years ago now. Nice. And I'm playing that guitar every day now. Still a beautiful sounding guitar. Cool. It is indeed. So what did we learn? What have we learned today? Good. Me do. Me me neither. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. 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 But it is it, so, uh, I, I, as it stands right now, the first Friday in Brian is uh, looking less and less likely, but it hasn't been canceled uh, officially. Uh, Pirate Festival hasn't been canceled. They're, uh, they're selling tickets. The VIP tickets are all sold. Um, that's at Warehouse Live. And then uh, Wildcatters still going forward. So mid- middle of July. The day before? Yeah. Before, okay. mm-hmm. Yeah, for right, yeah. So it uh, hasn't been canceled. And then at the end of July, there's a, there's a talk of the Iowa Irish Festival, and there's talk of... Uh-huh. <laughs> Please hold. So hang on. We were talking about Wildcatters, right? When that phone... We phone can talk about Wildcatters if you want to. I'll tell you my, my, my Wildcatter story next week. Wildcatter? You have a story? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I thought it was New Place, no? No. I'm not sure what it was called when I played there, but I'll tell you that story next week. That'll be something oh, we can... Okay. To like to a, be next time on yeah. Slappercast. <laughs> It'll be like a Flash Gordon serial here. Hear Eric's story about playing at the Wildcatters before it was called that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess that's it then. Suspense. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not moving until next week. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait right here. Get the ass crew working on that chair. Yeah. 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 So what did we learn? Uh, we learned that we, we really appreciate you listening. Mm-hmm. And telling your friends, and if you can, if you can give us a review, go ahead and do it. And uh, uh, we're we're extremely uh, excited about coming back to play, whenever the fuck that's going to be. Mm-hmm. And but you know, thanks for thanks for you know all your comments and questions, all that stuff. It's been very very fun, and uh, uh, this this th- this will end just with your help. Everybody, just looking after your neighbors, look after yourself, and uh, we just. You know, it's it, it, it's it's going to come back. It's going to come back, and it, it, it's going to be it's going to be better than ever. When don't know, but I <laughs> promise you, you know that's that's going to happen. Um, drum lessons are up and running. If you want to talk to our friend Eric, I want to I want to personally guarantee that your satisfaction. Uh, if not, Chad will give you wow. your money back, and then. Uh, <laughs> You know we're 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 looking like forward this. to seeing all of you in yeah <laughs> in 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 person and uh, hopefully it's gonna be really fucking loud next time we see you yes so awesome yeah indeed all right we will see you next week folks yeah be safe thank you thank Bye. you thank you.